Hello, welcome to Talking About Whatever with your host, Morgan and Dad. Let's start talking. Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Talking About Whatever with Morgan and Dad. I'm Morgan. And I'm Dad. Thanks for listening. Um, today going to be talking about road rules. Now, this topic was inspired by a recent road trip that my father and I took. It was about seven hours long, and I think that was like the longest we've been in the car together as an adult, and it just reminded me of, of different um, either pet peeves I have or rules that or as you call them etiquette laws that maybe we should have as passengers or drivers as well as pet peeves I have about people on the road so what did you want to start with first dad like do you want to start about rules in the inside the car and work our way out or the other way around we can start in and work out okay so first let me say when we were when I was little and me and my sisters were little and we were driving with you you were in control of the radio the music at all times it wasn't for up for discussion it was just you control the music and that's just how it was definitely so huh definitely right so now having driven with you for seven hours as an adult we were using my car And I made me think like, okay, so what should the law etiquette be with who controls the music? Is it the person who's driving or is it the person who is the passenger or should they take turns? What should the etiquette law be for music control? The person driving has control. And why? Because it sets their, their mood for driving. I mean, for me, I have to have like up tempo. 60s 70s anything that's you know makes you just want to melt not mellow out but just keep you happy because the road is so crazy you know i don't want to hear anything depressing like you know gilbert o'sullivan alone again you know no it has to be upbeat and like i said preferably 60s music that's that always gets me through but don't you you should share who I mean that's what we did ultimately share but I mean but don't you think that should just be the rule like if you're in a car for an extended period of time that you should share who picks the music because even though you might be driving the passenger has to sit there for the whole time and they don't want to maybe they aren't in the mood for the 60s yeah, they maybe they do want to it's more relaxing to hear something like a cold play or something then they can go person. to they can go to sleep Okay, but what if there's a person that you're driving with, let's just, for the sake of argument, call him Lad. He doesn't let anyone else drive. Vlad, like the Impala, the the Impaler? I said Lad, but Vlad probably works better. Yeah, let's just say, let's just call him Vlad for this um, podcast. What if Vlad doesn't believe in letting anyone else drive and insists on driving the whole time? Is it then fair that Vlad gets to control the radio too? Won't let any he won't let anyone else drive. Well, Vlad has a good 
you know, taste of music. So I think, you know, everybody will be happy with his selections. But what if they're not happy and they want to listen to some of their music? Well, that's what they make headphones for. And furthermore, isn't it safer for the passenger to pick the music? Because if you're driving, you should be focused on the road. You shouldn't be worried about what song is coming up next and turn to the next song. What? Maybe it's safer for the passenger to pick the music. Well, well, see, you're thinking about the new way of doing things, which is the, um, like the iTunes playlist or whatever. See, I'm used to just putting the CD in there and let it play from beginning to end. So it's not too much changing of music. Well, here then again, no, even then, I think it was safer for the passenger to control the music because here's what my memory is when there were CDs in the car, you're driving, you listen to a CD and then you kind of like say, give me this CD, hand me this CD. And I was basically just handing you CDs, opening them up for you, putting the music in. And I was just basically your little music, I don't know, servant. Yeah, you, Here, get, you get that music. You, Go get the Beatles, not that one, that one. You were my Alfred as I drove. That's a good, that's a good occupation. Whatever. Doesn't pay anything. It's safer. But no, I think but, that uh, um I usually, you know, we when we went down this last time, you pretty much had control of the music. Did I? Yeah. Matter of fact, I, I believe there, there were complaints made and I didn't feel like I was that I could just listen to whatever. Well, um, I still think that the person who's driving should be, you know, decide what music should be played because they're the ones that have to be, you know, the top of their game as they're driving. And 60s make me, you know, drive great. <laughs> okay. Well, how about this? Okay. So let, let's just say for, let's just say we just leave it as the driver gets to pick the music. Why did you have such a, okay, okay. Let, let me put it this way. Should there be a rule or etiquette about singing in the car? Okay, because I know when I'm driving or I'm in the car and I'm singing, it's not just singing. I'm putting on a full performance. And some people, if they sing with me, it's like, okay, cool. But other people, when they sing at me, I look at them like, you wouldn't just jump on stage and join an artist while they're singing. Why are you singing in my song? Now, there's a couple people who I'm okay with coming in and singing a song with me. Other people, I'm looking like, this is not a duet. So should there be some kind of protocol for when you're singing in the car where other people can join you or not join you? Like, should you just assume that you can join a person in singing in the car? Um, I think anybody should be able to join in. I mean, and should they be- as, long as, as long as they can sing, as long as they know the lyrics, and as long as they sing the right harmony. Okay, which brings me to my point, the right harmony. Okay, so we're driving and we're singing, especially like with the Beatles songs. I have my notes, my favorite notes that I like to sing. And the whole time my dad's looking at me like, no, you can't sing that note. It's the bottom note. No one sings the bottom note. It's not a wrong note. It's just not a note that he thinks that I should be singing in the harmony. So what's up with that? Because usually, I can't remember exactly what song it was, but the high... Like because maybe? because Oh yeah, it was because. Who sings the low part of "Because" by the Beatles? I do. By the Beatles, it's the high harmony part that carries the melody. You know the. But if you didn't, 
if you didn't have the low part, the high part wouldn't be as, as great. Like you have to have all the parts. That's the point of harmony. Like the whole time he was telling me why, like looking at me funny when I would sing a, a note to harmonize with, because I do like the bottom notes and he acts like it's the wrong note. Like it's not off key. It's just not the, the right harmony to pick to sing. I don't get it. Right. It's just like Simon and Garfunkel, the sound of silence. I don't like that song, but that's a perfect example. If you listen to that song, Paul Simon is singing like in his low drone tone and Art Garfunkel is really singing high and carrying the melody. Just hear somebody sing that little <laughs> No. You have to sing that high part. That's the that's the melody. Yeah. The other part is irritating. But Garfunkel I mean, singing the low part. That's what makes it work. No, I think Gar you have to have more than one part I think Garfunkel, for it to be a harmony. I think Garfunkel singing the high part. Isn't he? Oh, the whoever's singing the low part doesn't matter. You have to have a low part. You have to have two parts to harmonize. There is no wrong part to sing. You unless it's off key, then that's a different thing. But to to look at me and say nobody sings the bottom <laughs> note, clearly someone sings the bottom note, and it's me and whoever I'm singing with. Yeah, well, I mean, you need the bottom part. I get it, but you know, it's more like a, it's like a, a base to work off of. You know, it's there, but you have to. Have that little sing the high part. That's all I can say because that's where the melody is. I, no. I want to hear it, you know. So there. Well, I like singing the bottom part. So whatever. Okay. Well. But <laughs> next. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So, is there anything else like as far as being a passenger or a driver rules or etiquette, or should we move on to our pet peeves of the road? But can you imagine the sound of silence with just Paul Simon? Oh, good. Without the art. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I come to talk no, with I you can't. again. You need that high part, which I can't sing right now, but you know what I'm saying. Okay, next. Okay, but if you had the high part and not the low part, it wouldn't sound the same. You have to have both of them for the harmony to exist. It wouldn't be harmony. So what if Paul Simon is just singing the high part? And there's nothing else. The harmony is what makes the song, not, especially with Art and Garfunkel. I agree. But that's why usually three-part harmonies are probably better. You don't have this problem with BG. Okay. But then when I was singing the Beatles, which is sometimes is three, four-part harmony, I was singing the bottom note and you had a problem with it. Well, next. And sometimes it's okay. Like I know it's a big pet peeve of you for you for someone to harmonize when there's no harmony. Oh, that's that's but irritating. That's very irritating. Do <laughs> no. not add a harmony that's not in the song or wait till the harmony part gets there. You know, because sometimes a, a no. song, you know, they won't have they have the verse and there's no harmony. Maybe in the second verse they might add the harmony. That takes away from the surprise of the you know the second verse harmony. No, don't do that. If they want, if they wanted a I harmony should... there, they would have put it there. <laughs> it's, but I feel like there are some songs that need an extra chord, need an extra harmony, and it enhances it. Well, when I add a harmony to a song, it enhances well, then it. You, they just then, didn't see it at the then time. Then you write your own song and add your <laughs> own harmony to it. Don't you know if whoever thought they needed that harmony there, it's not like they didn't know. You know, they're like, hmm. I keep hearing a bell. Hello. A bell? A bell. There's no bell, Dad. Okay. Maybe that's a harmony. But yeah. Yeah, but wh whatever. 
and sometimes okay they may have written a song it's a beautiful song but maybe they didn't have the thought they didn't have it either maybe they didn't have another person or they didn't realize how much more the song could be enhanced if just an extra harmony was added on and i provide that sometimes and it sounds amazing well the next time whoever band you you know like to harmonize with that don't have harmonies when they're recording their next album see if you can go in the studio with them and make suggestions and see how that go well, what, if it's the Beatles, there's, there's only like two of them left. Well, then they need a third harmony, so there you go. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so... Anyway. We, we covered what? that uh, enough. Well, let me... Okay. This is so, something that I saw today about inside of a car while somebody's driving. And... It, it better not be about a mask. No, it's not about a mask. But they're always telling okay. people not to use their cell phones while they're driving because it's, you know, unsafe. Mm -hmm. Why is it okay for people to have their dog in their lap while they're driving the car? Their dog in the lap? Their dog in their laps while they're driving. You've seen people driving in it. I don't know. I think that... And they got their dogs and they're sitting in their laps while they're driving. Yeah, that's not safe. I don't understand that either. Like, or they're like walking across them. They're they're not just in their lap. They're walking across the front. They're walking across the back. They got their head out the front seat. They got the window. They got their head on top of the window. I think that's distracting myself. I have a dog, but he isn't walking all around in the car when we're driving. Well, yeah, I mean, his head out the window. That's you know, that's okay. But I, I no, think it's what. But I mean, like out the driver's side window. Oh well, yes, yeah, he, you know. You know like I said, it shouldn't be in his their lap because it's just think now if they got in an accident and the airbag, you know, pops open. The dog is embedded in your chest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the dog is what? The, the dog is embedded in your chest now. I mean, is that <laughs> the, the airbag it's an extra, is pretty powerful. It could be an extra cushion. <laughs> yeah. It could be an extra I cushion. Suppose. <laughs> there goes our there goes two more of our listeners but um, well i just don't think it's i don't <laughs> think it's safe. i think there should be a law saying you cannot have your dog sitting in your lap while you're driving i mean there might be though i just don't know maybe okay but dad let me ask you this to get to the next topic do you think that a small bit of road rage is healthy well Seeing as how I'm a recovering road rager, I um <laughs> recovering, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I I used to, well, you know, I used to go off driving, I, and I've yep. gotten it under control still because do. I realized, Sometimes. well, I realized there's really no purpose because you're still, you know, angry, mad, yelling. This person's gone down the road, forget all about you, you know, and you're still mad whatever so i don't think it really solves anything no okay well okay first of all i i know that road rage can lead to a lot of negative things especially if it gets out of hand but for me and i know i have like i said i get it from you so i know i have road rage but i have gotten it um i think to a healthier level but i for me it was always cathartic like if you can't say what you want to say when you're at work, you can't cuss somebody out at work. You can't get any, you can't share, you can't, <laughs> you can't 
express yourself always the way you want to at work. So when I get in the car and it's just me and someone does something to make me mad, I let them have it and they can't hear me. I'm in the car, I'm in my safe space and I just let them have it because that's cathartic to me. That I'm basically talking to every person who I couldn't tell, you know, what I wanted to say. I'm, that's what I'm doing in the car. So if somebody cuts me off, they're going to, they, they don't hear it, but I'm cussing them out. Mm-hmm. A lot. And, but uh, you don't do no gestures so they can see you or anything like that? No. N- well, I had, uh, in the past, I had my middle finger just automatically just came up. It was just a reflex. Mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore because people are crazy and I don't want somebody coming after me. But I, I still stick my middle finger up where they can't see it, but I don't just sit there and roll my window down and yell at them or anything like that. Like somebody I know when they were at Blossom. Wow, yeah. Should no. I say? Yeah. No, because no, this, this is about yeah, what? driving right now. We're not... Okay, yeah, but we were driving in the parking lot. No. We'll say that one for, we'll say that one okay. for another podcast. Okay. Well, I was saying like road rage, I know, like I said, it can be unhealthy. And there's actually a website called defensivedriving.org that says how it's dangerous for to have road rage. And then they list these ways of avoiding road rage. Dad, tell me what do you think of these ways to avoid road rage? Number one is practice polite driving habits. Number two is slow down. Number three, get away from aggressive drivers. Number four, don't make rude gestures or yell. Use your horn sparingly. Call a road rage hotline. Mm. Avoid making driving a competitive sport and apologize if you've done something wrong. And don't drive under distress. What do you think of those rules? Well, how do you, first of all, how do you apologize to a driver that cut you off? Or, you know, if you cut somebody off, you're supposed to, you know, roll you in dust. I'm so sorry I cut you off. I don't think that's. Pardon me. Pardon me. I don't think that's going to go because they're probably have road rage. They're probably yelling at you and you're trying to apologize and they don't know what you're rolling your window down. So they might shoot you before you even get the first uh, word out. So I, uh, no, I'd pass on the yeah. apologizing. Maybe you can just put the peace sign up. I, that I, might work. Peace. You know, Minus the index. No, no, no. Just put the peace sign up. Say, you know, and kind of look like, you know, sorry. and Put the peace sign up and then go on. But, you know, nowadays you can't do anything. Now, call them the, no. the anger hotline. I like that one because, you know, you just call them. No, the road yeah, rage the road hotline. hotline. Call them up and just start cussing. <laughs> I don't think that's what that's it's what for. It's, well, what is it for? You're not supposed to call. Uh, the, I'm calling because I'm tempted to yell at this guy driving next to me. Uh, <laughs> please, 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 me please. I, need, I need help right now. Well, well, sir, what's the matter? He, he just cut me off and I'm getting ready to get, I, I'm sorry, I, I, I can't, I got to do it. I got to, no. <laughs> you have to. I have a problem with all of them. All those Well, rules. no, you know, some, you know, drive slow, you know, if I get. No, 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 no. First of all, that, more people have to drive faster. That's the problem. But that's not. Yeah, well, point. you know, I, I. You, even if you were a slow driver. When you were, dri- what, when you were driving, what? um when we was on our way back, yeah, I noticed you do like to drive faster than slower. I did get that. That vibe was pretty and, intense. Well, 
no, it should, that should just be the rule. Like, especially if you're in the left-hand lane, the passing lane or the fast lane, whatever you want to call it, you shouldn't be going the speed limit. I'm sorry. You should be on the, the right. No, the, the right lane no. is not. For, you should not be. The right down. lane is not made for the right lane is not made for to do the speed limit. And the left lane is not to go over the speed limit. You're supposed to do 60 regardless of what lane you're in. Use, I think you're thinking that yeah. the, the left lane are, is for speed racers and to do 89 and a 65 miles. No, <laughs> you're supposed to do a speed limit. Now, if, if there's a truck that's going up a hill and he can't do the 60, then you get in the left lane. Now, if you get in the left lane and you're right side by side with the truck, then you're, you know, you're a pain in the butt. And then you, you don't belong on the road. That's the only time I think you should really accelerate, you know, but if the truck is the truck can't do 60 going up the hill i don't think whatever because they usually go slower but anyway the left lane is not a free pass to do 80 89 in a 60 miles an hour speed limit no i disagree with that like i don't think 60 miles an hour on the freeway is ridiculous so when we were like driving down south there's plenty of um highways that are 70 miles an hour to me that is a reasonable speed limit 60 miles an hour is unreasonable well, and, see, and that's, the, and that's my opinion huh but no but that but that's the problem you make the speed limit 60 no. you go remember listen you make the speed limit 60 somebody's going to do 70 75 you make it 75 that's not fast enough they're going to do 80 85 no you're, you're asking for it no I, no I don't, I don't know no you can mm -hmm. still, you're still getting there. Think about it. You're going 60 miles an hour. That means you're covering 60 miles in an hour. So, yeah, you know, I, you I know the, the, the trip is going to take seven hours. So just prepare to do, you know, get there in seven hours. And that way you'll be there nice and safe. Nobody's, you know, you know, white knuckling. But you the... can still drive fast and drive safe. However, the reason I think these rules are are less than practical is because they're telling you how to avoid road rage, practice polite driving habits, and slow down. That might help somebody behind you with road rage, but that doesn't help you with your road rage because the problem isn't necessarily you being polite. It's there are so many people who are not polite or who do things that are so stupid on the road that it causes your road rage. Yeah, but I think maybe the slowdown part... Hello? Yeah, I think huh? maybe the, the slowdown part might be like don't tailgate somebody. You know, slow down and you know let give them room to go. Don't try to force them to go faster by being on their butt. Well, I guess so. I just I don't know. The, the drivers do so many things that just just make me so mad that I just it just it's ridiculous. Like for instance, like when you're driving down the street and someone's trying to pull out of a driveway or something they gas it and pull out in front of you like speed racer and then when you you're behind them they slow down to a snail snail pace i'm like oh that makes me so mad like you did this acrobatic speed demon driving to get in front of me and then you drive like you're driving miss daisy when you get in front of me that makes me mad no or, they, they did that so uh, they can get out of their driveway i would say yes to that if Sometimes there's, it's not always the case. Like if there's a lot of traffic, maybe I understand that. There's been plenty of times where I that happens to me and there was no one behind me. So if they would have just waited until I got past them, they would have been able to get out nice and Miss Daisy-like. 
like how they apparently like to drive anyway. That makes me mad. Well, yeah. Okay, now, this isn't necessarily about driving, but it's about what people do with their cars. I do not hmm. understand the whole vanity license plate thing. I <laughs> can't stand it. I don't get it. And then you sit there and try to figure out what it means. 8023. I mean, you don't know what it means. So, and who cares? Who cares? And if it's for you, yeah. you can't see it because you're driving your car. So you never see your license plate until you get out. So you look back at it and say, yeah, that was a smart one. I'm glad I thought that one. Nobody knows what it means but me. I, I know. I, I don't get that. Well, I can't stand it when it'll say something on the license plate like sexy RN and then like Jabba the Hutt comes out, walks out the door <laughs> when they park. So if they were a sexy RN, it'd be okay. I mean, at least it would be true. <laughs> no, I, I don't like any kind of vanity plate. I, I just don't know. I think it's, I guess that's why they call it vanity because you're so vain. You know. Maybe. I mean, there's been some pretty just when some of those do make me mad, like they're just so idiotic. Or it's or, almost like they have to pump up their ego a little bit more. And we probably lost three more because of our listeners. They probably have vanity plates. Well, we only get three. We get one um one in Singapore, one in mm -hmm. Russia. Mm -hmm. Then we have Lori in uh Salisbury, North Carolina. So yeah. Oh, and we do have we get, Tony in California. So that's we have four listeners that we know of. Yeah. So I don't think any, none well, of them had vanity plates. No. Probably not. No, no. We're safe. Well, what about the people who got to put on there, my child is an honor student at this school? I don't care. Right. My, no, I don't either. I, I should give my child flunked fourth grade. I wonder how that would go down. Yeah. Just, just for the record, none of your children did. That was just. Well, a, no, that was just, uh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just like almost like you have to. They're, I don't like you said. Nobody sees it. Right. That's in the car. So it's for your own. It's, it's for your own ego. Yeah. Yeah. My, well, I really never liked those ones with those things on the back, the sticky things where people have their their whole family in the stencil, like the the yeah. stick figures. Yeah. With the mom, the dad, the children, and the dog, and I, I never really liked that. Yeah, I don't get that either. But somebody made money. I don't either. Somebody made money off of it, so there you go. Yeah, but why do you feel like you need to? Why do you think people care? How many people are in your family? Like when I'm driving to work, I'm seeing that. What does that do for me? When I see that on your windshield, what what is that doing for me? Oh wow, there's a mom, a dad, a dog, and two kids. One of them plays soccer. What? How does that help anyone's day? Like, what does that do? I don't know. I never could understand it. Well, see, if we had call-ins, we could somebody could call in with one of those and tell us why they have that on there. You know, what is it? Maybe they forget how many kids they get. That way, they remind themselves when they get out of the car. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I can get the whole baby on board thing, kind of, because I guess the premise is, like, maybe you'll drive safer because you know there's a baby in there. But, I mean, maybe. Well, if you're a psychopath, maybe you might, that might be dangerous because you might want to run you off the road because you have a baby in your car, so I wouldn't put that on you. You never know. Well, you never. It could be somebody who really doesn't like babies and they're just right. enraged by that. There's a baby in that baby car. Baby on board. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> You never know. Yeah. Oh. There was one of that also like go ahead. No, you you since this is your topic, go ahead. 
Well, it's not really. It's both our topics. Well, yeah, I mean, but I mean, you know, you seem to really, you know, have this thing. Well, at the beginning of this whole conversation, it seemed like it was about beating me up, but you know. Oh, whatever. No. And second, first of all, this topic wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for you because I have road rage because of you. It is inherited. You have road rage. So anytime. Oh. What? Okay, well, then you see I'm setting a good example now by, you know, curbing my road rage. So you should try to do the same. Okay, so curbing it by when we're at um in the parking lot at Blossom. That was and this is for, poor this teenagers. Is for a future, no, this is for a future podcast. No, no, we're not saving it because you like to make it seem like it's just me that's got the road rage. You have park rage. And you're in the car, you have rage. And we're going to see Imagine Dragons. We're leaving the concert. My son is in the back. What is he? Probably like seven or eight. And you're the parking in Blossom is in Cuyahoga Falls in Ohio. It's horrible. And the the poor teenagers are have their little orange glow sticks and they're sort of directing traffic, but poorly. And I have to keep the windows locked. I had to try to lock the window so you don't roll the window down and yell at them. And somehow you sneak and roll the window down and say, hey, you get any training for this for this job? And the poor innocent teenager said, yes. And he says, you suck. <laughs> so... I, well, I think he did that. You are that yeah. was for his benefit, so he'll know that you know maybe he might have to go back and learn better how to direct people out of a parking lot. You just don't stand there and, and you know move a flag and then nothing's happening. I mean, do something, but that was horrible, you know. Uh, yeah, but I think the point is that my road rage comes from you and you're not reformed i've heard it before i've heard you relapse plenty of times on your road rage so when i'm driving and i might get a little upset i don't even i'm not even as bad as i used to be i might get a little upset you're like calm down morgan calm down and then a a few next day someone will cut you off and you go i'll smash your face in the concrete (laughs) (laughs) well the last time i had uh, an incident was a about a month ago, but I was talking to your sister Carrie on the phone, so she only she's the only one that knows what went down that day. And you know, I quickly asked for forgiveness and from the road rage angels, and I'm good now. So there you go. Yeah. Until the next incident, Dad. Until the next time. Yeah. One other thing that bothers me is these cars that have those thumping bass speakers in them. Mm-hmm. And you can hear the car rattling, like you know the bolts are going to come out of it. And I, I and I don't get that. I don't understand it. I mean, I like my music loud, but I also like my teeth and just stay in my mouth. But you know, yeah, the bass is really bad. Yeah, that that. But you know what? That go ahead. No, they just need to really crack down on that. I think that's very irritating. You're sitting in your house, and I said, boom, boom, boom. No, no, that's gotta go. Yeah, that's and the LED lights. I can't oh, stand my. the cars with the LED lights. Yeah, what makes these people think that you know it's okay to blind you? I mean, really, what is that? It's ridiculous. Like you're driving, you look back in the rearview mirror, and you can't see. I know you're like blinded by the light. Wrapped up like a deuce. <laughs> you know that's not what I thought he said, but we'll get to that topic another day. Yeah, lyrics. That's gonna, that's probably be our next topic, so people know as. A, misheard lyrics and songs that'll be our next podcast so be ready right and then also what did we say like the music music that is questionable questionable lyrics that's that's yeah yeah questionable lyrics and misheard lyrics for the next time 
But um, real quick, I did want to add one more thing I can't stand when I'm driving is when you're in the left lane and there's a turn signal and the car in front of you completely ignores when the light turns green and you honk and then they finally wake up, they make the light and you're stuck at the lighting and that makes me so mad. Well, I think people do that on purpose sometimes because it's just like, that's very, yeah, that's very irritating. Or another thing that's just as, it's really dangerous and I don't know why people do it. If you're in a turning lane and you're going to make your left hand turn and there's a car coming in the opposite direction and you kind of do it at the last minute, it seems like they speed up like they want to hit you because you turned in front of them. I'm like, are you really going to risk your life, to, you know, just because you're mad because somebody turned in front of you? No. They, yeah, that kind of scares me sometimes. But yeah, I get that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like my road, I wouldn't even call it rage. My road, it's, it's insanity. You're right. It's not rage. It's insanity. I'm not insane. No, I didn't I say you were insane. Your your temperament when you drive is very yeah. You know, I'm going to record it one day and let you listen to it. Well, I'll then I'll record yours, and then you'll see where it comes from. Because Dad, the things that I say are not near, nearly as colorful as the things you say. The things that you say you want to do to people. No, I don't do that. I might cuss them out, but I don't like describe their their demise. <laughs> okay, I think we uh, talked about that enough. But which before we end this podcast, I remember the last podcast we were talking about Eddie Van Halen, and we were uh, saying that there's no distinctive guitar players from the '90s on up. Well, today I thought of one, and I don't know how we forget this guy because we both like him. That would Ooh. be Slash. But he's not 90s, Dad. He's 80s. No, Guns N' Roses came out. Guns yes. N' Roses came out late 80s. And, and yes, their 80s. popularity. I said 90s. Yeah, but they really took off in the 90s. Most of those videos it doesn't matter. November rain. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I would say I would no. say he's late 80s, 90s. And look at but I didn't say late 80s. I said 90s and above. You so you did not meet the requirement. He, Guns N' Roses came out in the late. 80s. Therefore, he cannot... Don't late matter. 80s. Doesn't matter if it's late. Doesn't matter. That's, 80s is that's 80s. Like saying, that's 90s like saying the 90s. Beatles came out in the 50s because they were formed in the late 50s. No. Okay, so they did. They were a 60s band. Guns N' Roses hits. No. I can I consider Guns N' Roses 80s, 90s. I It doesn't matter. I think of them as 80s. They are on a lot of 80s soundtracks. Therefore, they're 80s, part of 80s group. So no, sorry. Try again. I still say Slash qualifies. Well, at least you can say it least, all you want, but it's not. At true. least Slash is a guitar hero. We said there was no more guitar heroes. I think he was like. No, we we remember we said there were guitar heroes, but we were saying they don't have that sound that if you close your eyes, you'd be able to tell who they are. Slash definitely qualifies for that, but unfortunately, he does not qualify for the '90s and above range. Sorry. Try again. I still say he qualifies, but okay. You can say you can say whatever you want. You can say the the, the sky is red, green, purple, whatever. So what, it actually was purple. But so whatever. what year huh? does this guitar player have to been to come out? Yeah, it has to be 19, 1990 on his first and on above. his first album on up. Nineties and above. Yep, that was the requirement. Okay. But uh, we are way past the time we usually are. So I'm sure all four listeners have turned it off by now anyway. So I would like to thank 
all four of you for listening. We appreciate it. We love you. If you would love, if you would like to comment on anything that you heard today or give us suggestions or just to say hi or tell us how we're doing, we have a Facebook page and group title talking about whatever with Morgan and dad please join please join in the conversation and until next time thank you so much for listening bye bye